I just want to remind everybody before we get going here real quick that our friends over at Melt Premium Mushroom Chocolates are offering buy one, get one free to No Simple Road listeners for the month of November. So if you are wondering what to get somebody and stuff in their stocking, if you're going to put some chocolate in there, make sure it's some really good mushroom chocolates. Every bar has four grams of their premium mushroom blend. There is nine flavors to choose from. Go to Instagram at Melt mushrooms m-e-l-t-m-u-s-h-r-o-o-m-s give them a follow shoot them a dm tell them that no simple road sent you they'll send you their menu and then you can get buy one get one free from them of some of their delicious flavors stuff the stockings deck the halls and deck your brain with melt premium mushroom chocolates No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve, they've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. Why can't every day be like this? No simple road. Yeah, no, I've been on that road too. What's up? What's happening? What's going on, man? Oh, nothing. <sighs> we're How back. you doing? We're, we're back with another edition of the No Simple Road Weekly Rewind. Brought Weekly to Rewind. You Weekly in, Rewind. In, <laughs> okay, that too. In collaboration with the Edible Beats out of Denver, Colorado. Woo, Edible Denver, Beats. Colorado. They, they're doing all kinds of rad shit right now. You should go check out their website. They're doing the Chef Throwdown. It, it think, think like Chopped, but like the dopest chefs in Denver competing against each other for prize money that they can donate to the charity of their choice. I think it's like five Five grand grand, or something like that that they're giving away and it's free. You can actually go there for free and watch this thing. So you should make a reservation. Yep. Yeah. You can't just show up at Ophelia's and be like, Hey, I'm here to see the chef throw down thing. And I think it's on December I'm going to say December, December 5th. 5th. Yeah, it, it's there's two Tuesdays left. You're listening to this on Monday. So there's Tuesday the 28th and then Tuesday the 5th. Yeah. So go over to the Ophelia's website and then also check out all the dope shit that the Edible Beats is doing because they are creating a new world through treating their employees right and taking care of each other and creating a family that makes delicious food and rad entertainment. Yeah. So um, at Linger Denver at Ophelia's Den, at Vital Root Den, at um, L5 Denver, and then at Root Down Den. Okay. Those are all the Instagram places. Yep. And we we were lucky enough to visit Linger, and oh my gosh, every bite was mm-hmm. just yeah. heaven. I, I still think about that yeah. brunch that we had. 
you know, the there's sweet there's potato a, waffle fries <laughs> with the hot honey on them. Which Dude, just I just the trip oh was all my about God. the hot honey. The Dick's Dick's weekend was all about the hot honey. And pizza. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the pizza yeah. at Ophelia's with the hot honey on it. Yeah. I do that every time we get pizza. Now I got to drizzle a little hot honey on it. Speaking mm. of hot honey, we got oh. Jack McGrain here Woo, in the studio. Hot right honey is right. <laughs> <laughs> Bodie Mojo's Jack McGrain. Thank Jack, you for being on, here. Hey, nothing much. Just hanging out on a Sunday. Thought I'd pop in and. And see some good friends. Aww. Thanks for having yeah. me over. Yeah. Love you, man. Always. Jack, we're doing a get down at the get down. We Woo! got a thing going on. <laughs> so this is exciting. Tell me, because you came to me originally and were like, hey, I've been thinking about something. And you laid the idea out for me. And I just happened to be thinking of the exact same thing. Yeah, you already think about it. Yeah. So tell tell the people a little bit about what you were, what your concept was. For yep. This. So I think I just... Uh, Thought in my head, I was like, no simple road. They've been around forever. Lots of people know your name. You guys are like talking on podcasts a lot, but, and then we've done like at Mojo Family Fest, you guys have done live podcasts, mm -hmm. but I haven't seen like an, you guys like do an event, an onstage thing. I was like, I think that'd be cool. And I think it was probably inspired by the stuff you did with Andy Frasco yeah. at Ophelia. Okay, I think yeah. I saw that and I was like, we should do that here. So I just yes. thought I'd pop it in and then, and then Aaron was already thinking about it. Yeah. It's Especially this, yeah, especially this time of year too. Like, it seems like the holidays are one or the other for people. Like, it's either a time of the year where they fucking can't stand the holidays or they love the holidays. And for both groups of people, it's awesome to be able to be around the people that you love the most at the holidays and the people that really don't like the holiday time. It's awesome to have some support and something to do where you can be around your your homies you know yeah okay that's that's ringing a bell too because i think that was part of what i was thinking is like you know when i listen to your guys's podcast you have a very like this is the weekly recap so you guys are very like uh i think really talented at just like recapping things and taking them in as a whole and you know um talking about nostalgia and and i was i think like an end of the year thing would be perfect because yeah. we've done a lot of shit this year you guys have been busy you oh know? yeah, it's been a yeah huge we year. All, everybody that's going to be there has, yeah, has had a, everybody's had a hell of a year every one of those bands that's represented um at the get down holiday get down is has worked their tails off this year i feel like there's been so much momentum maybe it's because of coming out of covid and you know we're kind of getting our our wings back but Every single one of those bands is working so hard. You guys are working hard. Family Mystic, all of that. And so I think out of what we're doing, it's so great to like highlight and showcase that to bring one member from everybody to kind of represent and do something really new and kind of monumental for our scene here in the Pacific Northwest. New, yeah. Yeah. Jack and I have actually like talked at shows about we both feel like the what's happening here in the Pacific Northwest right now is really special musically. This scene is awesome. And the, the way that the bands here all support each other, mm -hmm. there's no like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like there's a big uh, competition between all of you guys. It's a, it's kind of like we're all in the same on the same team and we support each other. Is it, it feels like that. I think it's probably less competitive than places like Nashville or New York. Yeah. I, th I think Portland has a way of kind of like, um, if you get too hot headed, like too big for yourself, it has a way of just like Ooh. evening you out, you know, <laughs> That's it's right. like self-regulating. You can like never get too big for your britches. Like, cause everybody, it's like, everyone's a kind of on an equal playing field in Portland. There's exceptions, but I do think that, I mean, like with Sponge, Sponge and Bodie Mojo, we kind of have like some just brotherly competition. We give each other shit and That's stuff. That's cool and, and healthy yeah, and yeah, fun. Like, like, <laughs> and just like we push each other, you know, and then we do it in the band too. But it is a pretty like supportive, supportive environment. I'm really grateful to be a part and of it. And to be all jam bands, everyone is so different from each other. Oh, That's yeah. another thing that I really appreciate about the diversity in our scene is like, yeah, we all kind of fall under that umbrella of jam scene, but it's so different And any night of the week that any one of you is playing, you're going to get a funk, cool throwdown, but in a completely different, awesome way. Different flavors. Different sure. flavors. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Bo Bodhi is not like 
anything. Sponge and Sponge is not like the Garcia Birthday Band, and the Garcia Birthday Band is definitely not like Lost Ox, and yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely different expressions in that jam style. Yeah. It it just blows me away the the community of all of it though. That's the thing that really like trips me out coming from vegas like there was a a community there but it was way different than this coming here and seeing the way that the musicians are supported and it's the same people coming to a lot of the shows Mm -hmm. and And they cross over too yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and when you see a lot of band members from other bands that are like go to a bodie mojo show you're gonna see members of sponge lost you know you're gonna see members of other bands that are supporting yeah we're working it hard coming to see their homies (laughs) playing i like going to shows yeah Yeah. (laughs) well and then we need to talk about what we're doing with the the raffle thing too yeah. You want you want to start? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, we have a very important person in our community, personally a great friend of mine, and I know everybody else here too. Absolutely. Yes. And that's Karen, the dancing lady. You may yes. know her. You Woo! might see her dancing on Instagram. You might Spinning see her around. out at Mount Hood dancing. But if you see her, she's dancing. She oh, is yeah. dancing. She's <laughs> always moving. And uh she's just a really bright light in my life. She's helped me through she's um kind of introduced me to the idea of like unrelenting positivity and unrelenting um forgiveness non-judgment like i truly feel like i could fuck up in the most monumental way and she, she would not bat an eye and she would always like unconditionally love me wow. and i think that i really mean she like has that for everybody as yeah, well i agree it's it's really inspiring that is inspiring so karen has going she's been well she Moved out of her house, bought a van. She's been traveling, doing festivals and stuff. The Happy Day van. And then recently she was on her way to a Family Mystic show and she got rear-ended on uh, the 405 bridge and mm. smashed, totaled her van, you know. which and is her also van slash her house. Yeah. Van slash your house. And her, and her job. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Doing, yeah. So it was, um, that was a tough thing for her. And I, she's just um, a really important person. And yeah, like, she is. Not only to me, but like to have her dancing at shows to bring the vibe. Like I can't even say how important it is. Like she can really make, she has this like incredible gift to make everyone be like, fuck it. Like what, what is this? Like all these thoughts you have in your head of like, should I dance? Am I going to look silly? Like I see it all the time. She starts (laughs) dancing and then everyone's just, their guard drops, you know, and then she can make a show pop off. Like she really has a, the gift to do that. Mm-hmm. I say, yeah, if you're up there at the front, doubt yourself all of a sudden, Karen comes spinning by smiling. It just encourages you to do that, well, to yeah. jump in, let it go. I know she's your friend, but from a musician standpoint, you said that she can get things pop. How, how as a musician, is she helping to pop it off by being her dancing, twirly, twirly enthusiastic self? Like how does that help the musician? I think it sees like, you know, sometimes you can, when you're playing a show, you can like feel like you're going through the motions and be like, okay, now I pick up my guitar, I play this song, mm-hmm. I do this, and then you're supposed to start dancing. And it's like this formulaic thing. Mm-hmm. When she's around and other people are dancing too, it's like, it's, you see music as like a supplementary thing. You have a oh, role wow. to something greater. Mm-hmm. You know, you're kind of like, music is like the conduit to being able to express yourself or being yeah. able to be together with with other people you know so like just having just you know anybody kind of like dance it it's just a good reiteration of that and no, she's Brad. she's such a uninhibited spirit when you see her you instantly can feel whatever music is happening in the room if you were having trouble connecting when you see her doing her thing it's like oh that's what's happening and then i know for me my first interaction with her ever was at string summit in 20 2019 yeah 2019 and uh i saw her dancing by the lake in the morning i was we were at the kids area seeing um banshee tree and she was dancing by the lake i had never met her before i didn't know who she was and this woman was beaming with light spinning by herself by the lake and i started crying and was like i need to go tell her like what just happened and went up and introduced myself and gave her a hug. And, and I had no idea that was, that's her. Like, that's what she does all the time. You know what I mean? 
And now all these years later, she's Karen, the dancing lady. Um, but anyway, please continue. She, so her, her house got fucked over. House her, is fucked. Car's fucked. Yeah. She's, uh, you know, really just going through like big energetic shift. So what we want to do, and you guys brought this idea up, is help her out. Let's get a raffle going and try to raise some money to cover the cost of her van yes. and get her going to shows and just, um, you know, bringing some, some light to um, an already beautiful person. Yeah. You know, like she's an important part of the community. I think it's a good thing to do. So we're yeah. going to do a raffle at the show, at the get down, the no That's simple right. road holiday family <laughs> get down at the get down on Heck December yeah. 7th. Yeah. That's right. So we're going to be giving away. We're putting together a prize pack, including some of Mike Dubois um, artwork and um, fire on the mountain, something from them, um, a prize pack from no simple road and a couple more goodies. We're going to try to get as much as we can. And um, raffle tickets will be five bucks or five for 20 bucks. And we'll be selling them at the show. So this is only at the show. Um, and we will, um, you know, announce the winner at the show as well and give the prize pack away and give Karen the proceeds that follow that. Yeah. So just to help you all with the story a little further. So her van slash house slash way she makes money got smashed. She was figuring out how she was going to do what she was going to do. Um, her insurance actually gave her the money to buy a new van. So she has a new van, but the inside of it is not ready to be lived in yet. It needs to be outfitted so that it's livable for her. Yes. And so that's what we're doing is helping her get, her space comfy and cozy yeah, for the winter. She so she is, she's safe and warm and happy and able to spread the spread light the that light, she spread. Yeah. You know, she deserves it. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be good if you're like it. giving her some love. That's like the den mother. Like, I mean, every time I see her at a show, it makes me smile even more. Like we walk into a show and start seeing people and it's not complete until you see no. Karen. Mm -mm. And, she's and she always smiles and comes running over and she, She's got quite the tally going. I've never seen anybody <laughs> hug so many people at a show. Like she knows everybody. She's just going around. Well, I've out seen people hugs. go up to her the same way that you did that don't know her and be like, oh my God, I'm just watching you dance and thank you so much. I've seen it <laughs> happen multiple times. No. If you see something like that and you're not used to it, it's it does bring light. It is like, whoa, she's just smashing it, twirling and smiling and in her own world, but also hugging people and knowing their names and so you just like if someone's from from the outside coming in looking they're like what is this mm -hmm. who is this woman and this woman is um, a huge part of the scene like jack was saying and a, a grand light she's a bright light she's a grand light and we just want to do something you know when times get tough we all have tough times um it's easy to forget that you are loved or that you are special or, or not to second guess yourself. It's, it, you just kind of fall into your own shit, shit. Exactly. But to be able to share something like this and she's not expecting this and who knows if she'll hear this or not, but um, this was just going to be, be a beautiful way to bless somebody that we all love in the community. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even like aside from the van thing, even if that's all covered and she's got a place like this, could be framed as like an opportunity just to support someone yes. who is doing a fucking cool thing. Like I had this thought at one of our shows recently and I was watching her dance. I was like, how, how is it that like the way our society is structured that like someone that has this much influence on art and community has to like struggle for money or like, you know, she doesn't get paid to dance. I'm like, that's like, it doesn't make it. Yeah, she, should. Yeah, she, she should yeah. have to. She, she should not have to pay to get in. That's not how it works, really. But <laughs> yeah. it, this no. is like could be an opportunity for that yeah. to be things like, hey, you know, she she has a gift, she has an art, and this is a way to support Let's that. Support it. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to ask you guys too. I said I think I said this to Aaron when I first found out when she was. I found out she was doing Uber. I'm like, how cool would that to be that this van pulls up and picks you up and happy Karen <laughs> Karen is your Uber driver. Like you're like a tourist coming to town and that's your welcome to Portland. And she wow. probably like give a tour wherever you're going and everything. I think she'd be the coolest Uber driver ever. Yeah. You're not getting the silent you, Uber. You get a couple, you get a couple stickers on your way out and stuff. Like, like, wow. Anybody that can like change the vibe of a room just by being themselves. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Like if you've got that, 
like you said, that should be supported. It should. A thousand percent. And it is weird. It's weird that we don't value that as a society. Like We don't monetize it. I think we do yeah, value yeah, yeah. it. Right, right, you right. know, we don't monetize it and that's different. And I know that that's something that she's talked about with me also. Like a lot of the people that are servers or, or industry workers, they don't get paid for aptly for what they do. They can change someone's life. You know, like if you're having a bad day and your barista hands you your coffee and you take that first sip and it's amazing and you were having a shit day just two minutes before that can change your whole day. And so I know that she's a big believer in that. Like a lot of people that are just working these seemingly menial jobs, you can have these interactions with people and literally change the course of their day or even their week. You know, I I know I've done it to people by just giving flowers at work and it changes their whole mood. And you guys so, are allowed to do that at your job. Oh yeah. You, you're allowed to give if someone's flowers having to a bad day. If someone's got a birthday, if somebody's any, any reason you can just give flowers away. Oh, really? That's, dope. Yeah. that's cool. Yeah. And so right on, we, TJ's. we do it often when, you know, when it's relevant, but like, Karen's just given herself away. Yeah, She's given herself her, sh- her smiles, her shine. Um, I, I was bringing this up because I wanted to, um, at Dancing Lady Productions, this is um, Karen's email. If you go on there, she has something called the Sticker Stoke Club. And you can join that and help her that way. And she sends you stickers. So that's another cool way to um, support her um, if you want to in the meantime. So I just wanted to throw that out there. And it's at DancingLadyProductions.com. Hell yeah. Wow. Right on, Mel. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Okay. Nobody knew about that? No. Okay. So um, she also has a TED Talk, just FYI, for people. What? Why? I didn't know that either. Yes, she does. She flew down. I think she went to Austin, gave a TED Talk. Um, I didn't know where it was, but I, I, I did know that. So yeah, man, just, um, she's got <laughs> a lot, she's dope. got a lot going on in her life. She's, and she's still got a lot more. So, you know, like J- Jack, you were right. Just supporting somebody in the scene, whether she's on hard times or not, this is yep. a great opportunity right to do that. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited that we get to, you know, do this for her at the get down. And also like beyond that, the wider Portland musical community, all these bands, all the people that show up to see the bands with us all the time. Like this is our home. This is our family. Mm. And the holidays is a time for that to gather with family. And, you know, we say it all the time that the, you know, it's the no simple road family or whatever, but (coughs) I think it's important for all of us to be together this time of the year. And, cut loose and have fun and and see each other and be in the same room together and spend time together and laugh and have a good time and remember that we've all worked really fucking hard this year and gone through all the shit that we've gone through and the good times and the bad times and all that hard times yeah yeah. and we made it you know there's some of us that didn't no and so we need to celebrate each other too in that and i i just I'm stoked that Portland is our home and I'm doubly stoked that we get to be a part of this community that we're part of. And so doing this was like Jack was saying, the way to gather everybody together to have one last boogie before Mm -hmm. the the clock flips over in 24. Cause we are poised to have a really weird next few months in 2024. <laughs> it's yeah. going to get weird. Why is that? Why is that? The world's just an odd place yeah. right now, yeah. man. It's the election year coming up. And yeah. All the shit that's happening in, on the planet is really weird. So we need to balance that out with some positivity and love and light as much as possible. And, and I've actually like paid attention more lately to news than I have in a really long time. And part of me was thinking like, how can you like justify going out and having a good time when all this darkness is going on in the world? And I, I really feel like this is my way of pushing back that darkness by going out and being with the people that I love and and feeling that connection to other human beings and like listening to music and, and, being free and forgetting about all that shit that's going on out there for a little while is and letting my light shine 
kind that's of how, that's, pushes that thing back. And that stokes the love to balance out that bad stuff. If we all just leaned into it. You got to keep the love going to keep that balance. Well, it's. I feel like it's an antidote for that. You're saying, how can we? I think we need to. I think. Yeah. Think about the heaviness when you're by yourself and you're kind of depressed versus when you're out with your friends and you're literally having a good time. The energy level is so much higher and so much lighter. And so by being by ourselves and being sad or being miserable or being kind of, you know, in our own bubble, it's it's a heavier energy. And when we're together gathering and celebrating, it's a lighter energy. And that's what the world needs right now. That's the antidote to all that heavy news and all that. Someone else is at war. Someone else is dying. Someone else is like stole this. Someone, you know, like we all know those things are going on, but it's our job when we can and when it's right to celebrate and bring that energy back up. Yeah. You can only, you can't like change other people. You can only change yourself. You can't, help other people you can only help yourself yeah. i heard that recently like any kind of like greater change will always start from within think about you if know. you're floating around in this good mood and you're like dang jack what's up with you why do you look so good why are you so happy about hey, it? Thank you're like you. i don't know <laughs> you, jack you always look good but you know what i mean like i don't know and then but then that literally affects my energy level i'm like okay like jack's got it going on what's like up we were talking about with karen exactly yeah. exactly if karen wasn't there and she's at home sad that's no good for the world we need her out being happy, dancing, twirling, and we need to be find our own inner Karen and go do whether like whatever it's, it is. You yeah, exactly. Do. Whatever, whatever it is, is, not the dance, but you know, is. yeah, do your thing. I've actually thought what you were, what you just said, Jack. I've thought that a lot. Like Ram Dass says, "Ted, tend the part of the garden you can reach." Right? Like the whole experience of being alive on planet Earth, everything that's happening in my world is being decoded by my brain. Like all this is all sensory input that's going in here. And I'm the manifester of all this shit. Right. And you yours and Mel hers. And we all happen to be experiencing something similar right now, but this thing that's happening is in here. So if I want out here outside of me to change, the only way to do that is to start inside myself. Like you said, I've thought that so many times when I've been high and been like, whoa, I could, you know, like changing the inside of myself actually will have a tangible ripple out into the world around me. And uh, Mm -hmm. our um, heaviness, if we're carrying weight with us, that goes where we go. It goes. it shows up. I know I see it. If I wake up in the morning and like you fucking stub your toe and you're like, God damn it. I don't feel like going to work today. And then you, you poke yourself with a toothbrush and the, you know, and then, <clears throat> then you spill your coffee it and it's rolling. like downward spiral. Here goes. Oh, well fuck. Here goes another day. And then you can just see it happen unfold because it started inside of you. And it's this outward thing now that's self-fulfilling prophecy of yeah you're, shit you're affirming i'm i'm having a shitty yeah, day yeah, yeah. Or whatever and then you go to sleep and you're like maybe it'll be better tomorrow yeah yeah no <laughs> shit. Yeah, is sometimes. <laughs> yeah but if you flip the script on that and you yeah. start you know turning it around you can actually see the way that your trip starts to spill out onto other people if you're paying attention like i know like walking into work I've seen a cloud over everybody that is in my department and I'll do my best to be positive and, you know, shine a light and I can see it lift. Like you can feel the mood change. You can, you know, it's almost fun to like do it as a, like a game, like a thought experiment. Let's yeah. Let's see if I can like, make so-and-so happy. You don't got to say nothing to that person, but you just kind of go, Hey, what's going on? Like, how you doing? You look nice today. You tickle cool. them. No, no but you know them. what I mean? Like it, it can give a hug. <laughs> Best <laughs> not be tickling me. out. <laughs> <laughs> I say giving a hug's a big one. I always make sure to hug. I think we all do. I ain't hugging. People Our, over, all of right. us. We're like very used to hugging and being hugger, but like people that are more square normal <laughs> whatever <laughs> aren't used to getting hugs and stuff from somebody it's fun to give people hugs and then almost all the time they're receptive even at first they're kind of like do you oh, ask permission like, oh. before you do that 
It depends on the per. Yes, with, with some people, yes. Some you just yeah. go up, and most people, okay. if you go up to hug them, they accept it usually, even if it's a little stiff or something. <laughs> I think I, 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 I like hugging people that look like they haven't had a hug in a while. Oh, like that's need sweet. a hug. You can see that in people sometimes. It's like that person oh, yeah. just needs a hug. Yeah, I think most of us just need a hug. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> I think all, that it, might it, solve a lot of the world's problems helps. right now. Giving out hugs. Um. Earlier we were talking about the um, the holidays and for some people it's tough and, and some people love it. Where do you sit on the love it or hate it scale of the holidays, Jack? I love it. Do love you? It. Why? I love it. Uh, why so? I always had really good Christmas. My mom, Christmas was really important to her as a kid. Like she, Her family never had a lot of money, but Christmases were like a time where they, they gave her presents and, and it's always, it's always been about family for me. Um, and then this year I won't be able, this will be the first time for the holidays. I won't be able to see my mom. Um, cause she, she's like traveling and stuff. It's, but it's also really important for her to see her kids over the holidays. Mm-hmm. I lost a brother when I was younger. So it's like, it like need, she like needs that. Actually he died today. This was he passed oh, away wow. about 22 years ago. So wow. I, I called my mom today, but it's, yeah, it's always like really important for her you know and sometimes i feel like i do go home just for her but then like when i get there i'm like oh it's like it's a beautiful thing and that's for you too yeah i completely understand what that's like it feels i was telling these guys the other day like i was growing up my mom loved slash hated holidays she hated them this doesn't but she celebrated them like a lot like she would buy presents and the food and like the house and all that but she was always depressed and so I grew up like celebrating it but kind of with an attitude at you know at the same time and like this and I just and I I felt myself that happening to me this year I felt myself like falling into kind of like an attitude about the holiday itself not about anything in particular just itself and I called myself out on it and I was, I told on myself to these guys, <laughs> I, I told them cause I didn't want to keep it. And really what it was is I miss my kids. It doesn't feel like the holidays without my kids around. And so I was just yeah. getting sad about being without my kids, not about the holiday itself. And so I had to kind of check myself and I know, I know what that is. It's like when you're a parent, especially if you have something tragic as like losing a child, you want to be around that. It's like you created this, you created Mm -hmm. these lives and now they're all spread everywhere. And like, you're alone, not like, uh, like by yourself, like you don't have a partner, but like you're alone without your kids. And that just is a hard reality for, for moms everywhere. Uh, Yeah. I can't imagine that feeling. It sucks. Dude, Simon just went home and like, I like I was I was at work this you know left work at like five a.m. and came down and gave him a kiss you know he was sleeping dead asleep but like he still looks like a little baby to me he's a freaking grown old man dude he's like twenty one years, years old. old and stuff yeah. and just seeing him sleep and like a beard. that's exactly I like stumbled <laughs> when I went to give him a kiss and stuff like but like there it's special it's special to be around your kids and it makes it feel like the holidays kids make it feel like that so I. I totally understand where your mom's coming from. And that's cool that you do that when you do. Yeah. When you can. What are you doing for, for the holidays? Yeah. I don't really have any plans. It's been a, December's a super busy month for me okay. with shows. I got like playing uh, a show every three days. Heck yeah. Let's hear know, about on it. Average. Okay. Here we go. So we're doing i uh, I'm playing a new project called strawberry soul. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I want, let's, can you bring that up? Can you talk yep, about that? Yep. So this is led by Madison True, who's a good friend Madison. and an amazing singer. Shout Madison, we still need to get you yeah. out here. We talked about this at Bodie Mojo. She crushes, so. dude. That girl can sing the fucking blues. And mm-hmm. like she sings with so much passion. And we we've like just always connected super hard musically. Um, so that's exciting. So we got Thomas from Supernatural Beavers on drums. We got Chaz from Legato Gusto and then Owen from Bodie. So cool. five piece, doing some soul covers, keeping it light, keeping it funky, some improvisation, some jamming. So we're doing a Goodfoot residency. So every Tuesday at the Goodfoot. Right on. Yeah. Dope. And then we got the No Simple Road gig. 
Cody Mojo's playing with Spafford for two nights for their New Year's run. Yeah, Woo! you are. We'll yeah. see you there. there Hell, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so a lot of big stuff. And like, dude, I get, oh, sometimes I just like sit at, sit at night and just get these like panics, you know? Really? Yeah, dude. Like About what? I th- just like imposter syndrome stuff, you know, like feeling undeserving of, dude, like I used to watch Spafford, one of the first J-Mans I ever saw when I was 18 and like out in Denver and just completely mind blown at Brian Moss's guitar playing. And then like now that I'm play- opening a show for him is like. Yeah, just freaks freak me out, dude. I can't yeah. say that. I, I totally get it. Congratulations, Jack. Thank you. That's, yeah. a, that's huge. Yeah. That's amazing. And you can't do that if you don't deserve it. You didn't earn it. Right. You right. really can I try can't. to remind myself of that. You, like, the, you wouldn't even be in their radar. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it wouldn't even be an, an, an option for you. But not only is it an option, you're doing it and you deserve it. And you've worked your tail off for yeah, it. Yeah, man. You don't need me to blow smoke up your ass, but. You guys have maybe he does. You guys have worked really hard. You need smoke on your ass. Blow away. Boofing a joint. Oh yeah, yeah. No man, you guys have worked really hard, and I can say that like Mojo Family Fest, seeing you guys playing all the time, all over the place in the Pacific Northwest, you've put the work in, so. Of course, that's what's going to happen. But I completely. I mean, you guys get it, too. Do you ever yeah. oh, like, yeah. be like, what the fuck am I doing on this podcast thing? Or oh, something? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just get that yeah, feeling of like, what am I actually why doing? Why do people want to hear what I have to say? Or like yeah. when, when people want to be on the show. That, like they, when that, they, that's yeah. what gets me. Like, you want to talk to us? Like, mm-hmm. what? how and why? Like, that definitely happens. But, you know, I think that it's good to stay humble but it's also really, really good to stay confident. It's so good to stay confident because that's the key for other people to give them permission to do their thing. You know what I'm saying? So if somebody's watching you, cause they are, you're the front man right on stage and you've got that confidence. It lets somebody else be like, I could freaking do that. Look at him up there. Like it's, it's so cool. Or to I want to do that. Exactly. I want to learn how to do that. Exactly. Like right. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm about both that humility and, and confidence. And if there could be like this, like, you know, perfect balance of the two, um, that would be amazing. I can remember this year standing behind that curtain at Ophelia's waiting for our music to go on and being like that was what the <laughs> fuck am i doing mm-hmm. here like oh it's, also, it's like a wild feeling my it's kind of fun it is <laughs> oh, yeah. and when, when we were standing there too like we were we were all psyched getting ready and then they're like we're gonna delay like another 15 minutes to let <gasps> oh, more Jesus. crowd come yeah. in because people were coming mm-hmm. in like that made sense but it was like we are ready to go right now. Now we got to stand here nervously for another 15 minutes behind the curtain waiting. Honestly, for me, I felt so much more. I felt, I felt like relief. I was literally going <laughs> to shit my pants and throw up and pass out. That would have made for a hell of a show. Oh, it would have been great. <laughs> dude, if you did that on stage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Frasco would have loved it. We're going yeah. like, yeah. 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 came out tour. and did, like, played a song about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I totally get it. And you know what? We've right on. D- we've done the work. It's the thought. It's just like, you know, yeah. it's, I think it's, it doesn't get me too much, but you know, you have those no, moments yeah, yeah. and I think it's a healthy thing. I'm trying to see it as like a positive thing to, to know that one, it's like real when you have that, it's like a very real emotion. Yeah. So that's nice to remind yourself. You're like, okay, this is like something very real that I'm doing and that's mm-hmm. important to me. And th- but then it passes, you know, but like, I think you're right, Mel. It's like, and then you, you got to put the work in to get confidence yes you know like sometimes you can kind of fake it but really it just comes back to like i've been learning like in those moments be like all right pick up the guitar let's go like what what have you been missing let's do this do do you ever have those moments on stage of like oh shit what kind of less so on stage like once the music's going after the first song i'm like okay we're chilling you know i'm having fun oh yeah i love this (laughs) like (laughs) okay it makes sense yeah yes it's, I don't know. It's usually like uh, when I'm just like at night, you know, dude, I had this one experience a few weeks ago where it was like 2 a.m. And someone, someone from Blue Egyptian gave me like 
their grandma's edibles, which is like, I should have oh, known no. at first, dude. Oh. And then I started getting like real high. And then I was like, oh, we had a party at my house. I was the only person who actually lived in my house. And like, I just had like a low key panic attack. You know, I was like oh, no. breathing, just like, breathe, heavy breathing. And then I start oh, thinking, but like all these like negative thoughts going through my head. And then uh, I start thinking, oh shit people outside can hear me breathing. So I was like, all right, breathe quieter. And then, and then uh, I was like, well, people downstairs can probably hear me breathing. They're going to call the cops. And then I was like, what brought me out of it? I was like, wait, this is my fucking house. I can breathe if I want to. And I was like, dude, you're good. You have an attitude, walk out, be like, I'll breathe if I want to. Everybody's like, okay, yeah, I'm yeah, trying to sleep, dude. What the fuck? Right on, Fucking Jack. Me, dude. I, oh my gosh. Few yeah. things, well, especially on the edibles. Especially yeah. edibles. Yeah. Sometimes it twists you up, dude. I I couldn't smoke forever because that would happen every time, every fucking time. And it's it's worse than any other drug. When when that happens, like you're fucked till it's gone. Yeah. You're just hold on <laughs> and wait for it to end. I would like literally go get in my bed and put the pillow over my head and lay there. And, and if I heard Mel or Apple, like down the hall, I'd be like, they're going to come in here and yell at me. They hate me right now. They, they think I'm stupid. They, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like mm-hmm. we'd, we, we did hate him. I know. Stupid, and they did come in. And I think, about, I, turns out, I think right. about dumb and dumber when he got like, he ate the hot chilies. And like, ah. <laughs> funny. Yeah, man, that stuff. I think it's funny that it was his grandma's edibles though. Dude, it's always the grandma's. I, I've heard that story so many times. It's like, I think I just got to know if someone's grandma's made the edibles, you're in for it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they're strong. And we're at a, we're at a point in history now with like legalization and the sixties have passed that grandmas are making edibles. Oh yeah. Like when we were kids, grandmas weren't making edibles, mm. dude. I bet some grandmas were on low key. On the, on the yeah, there's oh, probably yeah. a few I bet there were. ones that were. Yeah. But now, you know, if you get a hold of grandma's edibles, you're in for a treat or a ride. <laughs> or not a say, treat. <laughs> your, your guy, Darwin smells like a burnt tire fire sometimes. I swear <laughs> to God. Do he light you up? Uh-huh. I just sit here like my eyes wa- is like <laughs> I was oh. me and Aaron were relaxing oh. yesterday on the couch. It was all cute, cuddling. Next thing you know, that exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Apple, my that, eyes are that, all like, it's like, oh no. Oh. And then he gives you the look back. He's like, He'll look at you like, huh, sorry, sorry, wow. I shit on your face. Um, so Apple, your turn about the holidays. Dude. About the holidays. Yeah. We just talked about I, the holidays. Oh, uh, were we? No, at, about the love it or hate uh, it. Yeah, thing. come on, man. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get to say nothing. I get. I get to I say guess nothing. It doesn't matter. He's fucking Santa no. Claus. Well, I, I would say now. Now I love him again. I went through a period when we were living in Vegas. Like I loved it as a kid. With it was you know me and mom, my me and my mom and my sister, and we always decorated, had fun, did arts and crafts things. We did like the popcorn. On the thread, I remember doing that with you guys. You remember doing that? Mm-hmm. Like we always had a dope tree, and uh, and then you know, growing up, then you know, my mom got remarried. We all moved, and uh, then then I just did, I didn't really carry on any tradition on my own. I was I was like a single dude living with people, bouncing around, and I totally lost the Christmas spirit for a long time until pretty much you guys brought it back to me when I moved back to Vegas in two thousand seven. And started, I always spent the holidays with you guys because mm-hmm. you had the kid. It was the funnest. You had the kids. You all you guys went all out. You had family over from both sides. It was always something going on. Yeah. So that brought it back. And then moving up here in 2016 with Simon still living in the house, we, you know, we always made a point to decorate, get a tree, get a pie. And I like that you guys did like the real tree. I knew a lot of people in Vegas, and I get it in Vegas. Vegas, a, a tree would dry out so fast. 45 minutes. Like, yeah, poo, it's, it's like a fire danger, but especially up here, like having that pine scent in the house and everything at this time of year is, is awesome. And I've gotten very much back into it. And then when I started doing Santa Claus, when I started working at Define, and they bought me the Santa suit and was like, okay, I'm Santa. Put the suit on, looked in the mirror. I was like, holy crap, I'm Santa. You mean ho, ho, ho. Yeah, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, holy crap, I'm Santa. And that, that's that been super fun. And then, 
COVID squashed that a little, but COVID squashed a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> like, that was COVID's and, job. And now this year it feels like it, it, it's back. Last year I dressed up and did a few videos for people and stuff, sent to their kids and stuff. But the, like this year, it's gonna be so fun to. Uh, well, well, I hear that Santa may be showing up at the, at the, get, at the down? get down at the get down. I heard he might be there. Yeah, I heard yeah. so too. I heard he may. Yeah. I'm pretty good authority. With elves <laughs> and a reindeer. So and the yeah, whole thing. yeah. Lo- loved it. Hated it. So like some love like again. Chosen family kind of brought it back for you, you know. Yes. Like yeah. Your oh yeah. Mel Absolutely. and Aaron and it's like mm-hmm. chosen Absolutely. family kind of had that resurgence. Yeah, and and plus up here being the Pacific Northwest, it seems so Christmassy. Yeah, it's different when, in it, the when it's the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, it's like a, it's like a in Vegas, like nothing was indigenous, including Christmas. <laughs> 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 it was like fake, fake this, fake that. Like yeah, okay, but yeah, no, I love it up here. We gotta. We got to take Jasper to go get a Christmas tree when t- he's here. Yeah, we took him last year. Yeah, go cut one down. That with was him. super fun. Um, what about you, Aaron? Yeah, what do you think? I I've always loved the holidays. I I dig it, man. It, coming from uh, divorced parents, it was the only time of year that my parents were cool to each other. Like my mom and dad would be nice okay. during the holidays, and would talk on the phone and so there was something to that for me as a kid like my mom and dad would talk to each other at christmas time or hanukkah and uh my mom was really into it like she would put up a hanukkah bush and a christmas tree and would go all out. Oh yeah little christmas villages i remember that when we became friends i was like you were my only friend it was like Oh, your only to, Jewish friend. Yeah, you're my first exposure to like Hanukkah. I knew what it was and everything because you learn about that stuff, but like actually seeing it yeah. in action and then being like, damn, he gets to do Hanukkah and then he gets Christmas, Christmas. too. Yeah, that's dope. Cool. Um, I'm convert. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, so she would go all out. And then my dad, it was just cool because my dad would kick me down fat at Christmas every year and me and Apple would go do a bunch of drugs. So that was always fun. <laughs> okay. well, I remember too, your dad was all, your dad was always like a, a pretty jolly person and everything. And even more around the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Is your dad still around? No, he, he passed, passed away, away in 2019, 19, right around like three days after Christmas. On the 28th. Yeah. Um, all love, all love at Christmas dude. And Hanukkah for you. He yeah, was, you're yeah. loving it. Yeah. It was, That's awesome. It was dope. Man. And, and then once Mel and I got married and had kids, like, it was on. I was. I wanted to make it like the dopest time of the year for my kids. Always. Like I remember when we lived on Cayuga. Mel and I had our house. Um, there was a fireplace in the living room, and one year I took my the kids were asleep, and I took my work boots in the. What you can't tell these stories. Yes, I can. <laughs> I took my what work if they boots don't believe? And, and put them in the ashes, and then like made step marks. Yep. out into yep. the tree and. Their minds were blown. Like he was here. Like they really like. That's what my parents did that too. <laughs> oh, really? That's when I stopped believing in Santa because I was like, "That's my dad's boots." Oh, yeah, it backfired. Oh, oh you I did the detector. You're like, I know those boot yeah, marks. Yeah. They those were they tats. were young enough to to not catch on. But that and then there's just a feeling. There's a feeling to the time. That's real. Like there is a, a holiday spirit. That's a real feeling if you tap into it and you can see it mm-hmm. out in the world. Like people are different mm-hmm. than the entire rest of the year. I know you see it working at TJ's like they're a little lighter for the most part, a little lighter. They're a little more apt to talk to each other. It's not as like, I don't know, hardcore. Um, People are more generous. Way more generous and just more sweet. There's a there's a, a vibe. And I dig that. It's until they get in their cars. Until oh, they get no. in their cars and start driving. Yeah, it's a holiday it's traffic. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, I dig it. And I don't know. I, I wish that we could feel, it could feel like that all the time. You know, it just feels like there's hope. Do you ever, do you ever feel like the holiday season and all these holidays in December are born from like 
the natural feeling of that time in the yearly cycle. Mm. Like this time of year is a I, time to be grateful to like be, you know, cause it's colder. Like, yes. Do you ever feel like it's born out so. of that? I've never I, thought I, that I thought, but that's cold. A, we, we, we talked about that. Like in the winter time, that's when it all, it's more about family because it's cold. You're inside more. You're lighting fires. You're making the hot cocos and things. Even if it wasn't Christmas, you're still doing the hot cocos and the lighting the fire and bundling up. And there's something about that bundling up yeah. too. Like, like if you if you think about like before any of the invention of fake holidays or any of that, like just like Jack was saying, just this time of year, the sun is setting really early. So before there was electric lights, we were on the clock of the sun rising and setting. So we were like Apple just said, we were spending a lot more time indoors with the people that we, with our families or people that were part of our communities. Yep. It was the time of year to, you were relying on your harvest. It was the dead of winter. So it was like you knew if you had enough to get you through or not at this point. And that's where the gratitude and all that comes from. So, yeah, I, I think so for sure, Jack. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, I think most people that are in our circle of friends and family know that these holidays are manufactured. I mean, they just are, it's a consumer thing at this point and, whatever and that i i had i have seen that sour things for mel in the past of like yeah because yeah it's all about the gifts well and it's I, bullshit. I mean i you have to preface it though because um you really like presents and well, yeah. you, and you expect them and you you expect <laughs> a lot of them and you say you don't i don't <laughs> but if i were to be the one that got you like a shirt and a card for christmas you would be so bummed more bummed than our kids would be bummed i don't know about that Shoot. I, I will I'll, I'll put everything on that okay i'll put everything I'll, on that i'll back i'll back that up a couple <laughs> yeah yes you okay. are you love presents and this is not a, a condemnation at all this is just like factual yeah and it's christmas part like like birthday other stuff it yeah it's christmas exactly it's like you are, what? we're you not getting christmas spirit like yeah. last year i was like we're not gonna do pajamas for like he was like devastated yeah we're gonna do fucking pajamas are you kidding you? me yeah we're like you immediately yeah. and then you're like well i'm i'm gonna get you more stuff i don't care if i budgeted this much you're gonna like so you put expectations on oh, me okay you can't and, be putting a budget on and i hated it because I would have to get everyone's presents and then yours and you got mine and that's it. Yeah, that's true. And it was, yeah, you're true. it was a lot of pressure on me and I already, now I can talk about my family stuff. Like my, like I was saying, saying earlier, my mom's, it was just weird with my mom, my mom's birthday and my sister's birthday are in December. Mm-hmm. So that's all. And it's the week before Christmas. So it's like, a, you know, my sister hated having that. And so we always tried to do something special so there's like all these like special activities before the actual event. So it was like a lot of stress is what it was. It wasn't that I didn't like it. It just felt overwhelming for me to be the one to do all the things for the kids and my mom and my sister and you and and then also like the in-laws because that's not you didn't really do stuff for your parents at all. So I like did all it was I felt solo. So I didn't. And then so like the presents that I got, I got amazing presents from you, a great gift giver. But I was like, fucking, I better after all that <laughs> other shit. Like, <laughs> like, so I, you know, in these last few years that we've all been together, it's been a, it's been totally different. We, we yeah. have Jasper, which has given me definitely some more like excitement. And then I've got niece and nephew. So that's exciting. I, to me, honestly, I don't like um, the traditional Christmas. I wish that we could update it and do it different, just kind of like Thanksgiving. I'm I'm of the time of like, yeah, they are manufactured, and I don't want to celebrate it like that, but we still do because I know you love well, it. Well, that's why we started Flouch. 
Well, but we don't celebrate flouch. We still celebrate Christmas. So yeah. I, I'm of the mind. What's flouch? Flouch. Flouch. <laughs> is this a made up holiday from yes, No Simple it is. Road? Yes, yeah. it is. Yes, That's it exactly is. what it is, no Jack. Way. Flouch is a made up holiday from No Simple Road. It started Road. It, two it, years ago. Yeah, it can happen. And, and it happens twice a year. And we don't, it just whenever. And the gift giving is the best part. Oh, it doesn't have a specific date. No. no. It floats. It's based and on the vibes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. There's and, and two flounches. One of them is whenever, and the other one is kind of near toward the holidays. Around the holidays. Yeah, around the and holidays. then the gift giving. Go ahead, The Apple. gift giving is the best. I love that they came up with it. What you do is you take something that the person already owns. Like like something that regifting like for us it's easy we have a basement full of stuff you know <laughs> that, that, that we don't know is down there but you take something like if I was gonna give you a gift I'd have to swipe something from you and then re-gift wrap it, it up and, and give it to re-gift you. it to you it's got to be something they already owned wow but something you believe they like forgot I would, I would about take your or shirt something. and wrap it and yeah. give it to you and I got your shirt <laughs> yeah and if you do it right it's something they kind of forgot about not like exactly you know not like you're so good. the joke is kind of like it's you're getting the gift, but it's almost like you didn't know it was missing. Yes. Yes. Trying, you're looking for something like that. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh my God, I love yeah. this. And it's like, of course you do. It's you own that. You just forgot about it. Oh, your car actually wasn't stolen. I was just joking, dude. Yeah, I got car. you a really big I know it's been a couple year. months, but yeah. that's a good bit. That's why I, I had to get a bow for that's it. That's a great yeah. idea, actually. Wow. And then the, the traditional flounge greeting is right on. <laughs> This is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, we we created that flounch, and I, yeah, like, and we I even had a flounch bush last year. Yeah, we did. I bought a special tree for it, and we decorated it with um, hopes that we wanted for the future year. Mm. And so we put on some like what some kind of decorate a d- decoration of something that reminded us of our wish for the coming year. Was, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, it was great. I just like that, like just updating it, minus not having to do that and Christmas, like changing it into something we all love but you huh. know that's can do that. and it and, that's, it's, and uh, it takes the pre- and it takes the pressure out of like the gift giving and buying thing you just <laughs> go take something there and you know, <laughs> so we're all waiting it. for the other one to leave for work <laughs> so we can go rifle through their shit to find it's them a gift <laughs> When I came up with the thought for that, it wasn't it wasn't that invasive. It wasn't that invasive. (laughs) Digging through people's shit. It was like how else are you gonna do it? Well, you know, you leave shit laying around and you just kind of swipe it around. Yeah, Yeah. well, especially like when you live with people, like except for us, it it was a specific no simple road. (laughs) Oh no, it's not anymore. No, it's not anymore. It's done. Flowers is no more. Oh no, I was just saying it was out of the no simple road. The cat's out of the bag. Yeah, we talked about it last year. Friends know about it. I think John. Beast Did he celebrates celebrate flounch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, um, that's it. Yeah. So, I mean, I love celebrating for any reason. So, th- so that's right there. Um, just, you know, as you get older and like how, like you're talking about the world, you start finding out things that's been hidden from us for all this time. And you don't want to fucking celebrate that shit based on what it's about. And I think that that's, kind of where I'm at, but I still think that there's cause to celebrate and there's cause to give people that you love gifts and there's cause to have parties with your friends and family. That all that part is great. But like what it's about, that's kind of yeah. also yeah. there are gifts that aren't tangible items. Yeah. You know, it's like I I'm just thinking about that now, but it's like that that's really easily forgotten. Or time. You know, or, love and care for someone. Uh, I had I was at a party uh about a week ago and this i felt really bad a friend that i came with like i'd gone down downstairs we were having a good time and the person i came with was not having a good time they were kind of like alone in a room and i didn't know and they felt really alone and like no one went and checked on them oh yeah and i and i felt really awful because like i didn't know this was happening but like a close but i kind of went with this person and then and then they ended up getting a ride home so like it was just a experience for me to you know, to reach out, especially to close friends and like yeah. not always just assume things are okay. I guess that's not like the best example, but no, no, no that's, that, that's like, a good segue. Absolutely. You know, like, Cause people need to know that, you know, go like giving the, going the extra mile to really check. Cause it's like, especially with the community thing, it's like, it's all love. Like we all love each other, but then it's like, you also have to do work in that. And I like, I really, I forget about that sometimes. It's easy to just yeah. assume that's everyone good point. knows okay. you love really them. Good point, Jack. Everyone knows you care about them, but you know, how's it's it like, coming out? So you, sometimes you just got to like give an effort, a little more effort. Absolutely. You know? well, and the flip side, I is, like that, is Jack. True that's to, a good message for for this specifically. The flip side of that is true too, Jack, because 
there there's an individual that we know that like was going through some shit and had made themselves scarce while they were going through it because they were like, well, my mom always said, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. And I didn't want to bring my shit around you guys mm. while I was going through it. And I was like, look, family isn't only for when the good times are happening. Family is also for when the bad times are happening. They're, they're the people that are there to support you. So I say the flip side of that is true. Yeah, check on your friends and make sure they're all right and all that. But if you're going through shit, reach out to your friends yep. so that they can love as you as much as you can. You, you know, because yeah. because you know when you're going through shit, you the last thing you really do feel like is reaching out. Like I'm gonna call you with a saga. You know what I mean? Hey, if that's I, if it's gonna make you feel better. I know that. I I know you're like, hey, but but sometimes that in itself is hard to do. So when you can do it, because it like it can change your attitude. It can change your whole like being. If you just reach out to somebody and be like, just someone picking up and being like, Hey, what's up? That right there, that greeting could be like, what? Like, what was I all bummed out about? You know? True. Yeah. I like that too. Cause you do have to be vocal. You like, you know, you can't always assume everyone's going to know you're having a bad time. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. or something's going on. No, no. I think most that people would be don't, impossible like, like to you know said, I know most people usually think like everything's okay unless I hear likewise, <laughs> you know. Otherwise. Or otherwise. otherwise. otherwise yeah. yeah. Likewise. Yeah, likewise would be the same thing. Yeah. Thank you for correcting then me. Then everything's you know, okay. I'll, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything's All right, okay. so our recap is this. December 7th, No Simple Road is having the holiday get down. At the get, get down, down here in Portland, Oregon, December 7th with Bodie Mojo, Jack McGrain. He is our guy. Hell yeah. And then we have Sean McLean from the Vibe Tenders and World's Finest. World's Finest. Chris Cooch of the World's Finest. We've got Scott from- Scott Gillian. From Garcia Birthday Band. And then we've also got Scott from Lost Ox. And then we've also, also, also got Love from Family Mystic. Who and did David I miss? From and, and we David. got David, David. from Sponge. David. It's a pretty hot cast of musicians. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. It's like, damn. That's some badass players. Absolutely. Some badass players. And you have some musical surprises in store. We got some surprises. Love We're doing that. a couple dead sets. Uh, we're doing three sets. And then the podcasts are in the middle. I'm not sure how much you yeah. guys have talked yeah, about yeah, it. But... Ahead. You know, we got uh, the first set will be some originals and covers. And I think it's important to put a little original music out. Absolutely. Like a lot of these people have like amazing songs. So it's going to be a little bit of everything. A lot of improvisation and family shit getting together, jamming and and trying to trying to put out the best we can, you know, come together. And then um, the raffle that we're having for Karen Uh, tickets are going to be five dollars for one. Uh, five or, or twenty five twenty dollars for five, and you will receive it at that that night, and it's gonna be really amazing. Proceeds goes to Karen, the dancing lady, to keep her light shining as bright as possible, keep her vibes up. So I want to. I want wait. We need you to do this now. Go buy tickets now. Yeah, Don't wait, do, do it. Not Don't wait until the day of show. Go to www.nosimpleroad.com. There's a ticketing link there. There is also tickets. You can go to the getdownpdx.com. And get tickets. You don't there. want to wait till they're on StubHub for a thousand dollars. Don't no, do it. No, this no. thing. We don't support <laughs> StubHub. You gotta get get it from the website. Yeah, I think um, I think it's first tier pricing still right now. First tier pricing still. That's right. So yep. fifteen dollars per ticket, and then twenty. It's gonna go up to twenty, and then and twenty five. Yeah, day of show. So come on. It's gonna be a cozy time. Yes, I'm yes. feeling like it's gonna be funky and cozy. Oh yeah. Apple. The thing I was going to add is we, we just would feel remiss if we did not give a huge shout out to Blake. Ooh, Blake! Of the Get Down Hell yeah. for creating such an incredible venue that so many things have happened at and so many things are happening at and going to happen Popping at. Popping off. That, that club is special. Yes, it and is. And so is Blake. Yeah, and, and Blake, thank, you, thank you for helping us put this together and making it happen. And we're super stoked. It's going to be right. an awesome December. So if you're here, you better be there or be square. Be okay. Square. So Jack, one more time, your date. So people want to come see you. They want to come support you, what you're doing. Give them some dates where yep. you're going to be. So every Tuesday in December at the Goodfoot, and that's with Strawberry Soul. 
Uh, we're going to be playing for two and a half hours, be changing it up. Lots of special guests. It could be super fun. October 29th and 30th at the Get Down with Bodie Mojo Ooh. opening for Spafford. We got December 7th with No Simple Road at the Get Down. Lots of Get Down action. Oh, yeah. That's all I can remember right now. That's, all, that's good. That's good. That's good. That was pretty good. Right? That's a pretty that's good, good stuff. Sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And hey, if if you're, this is uh, the time of year for you that sucks and you traditionally don't like the holidays and are having a hard time and you don't have anybody to reach your hand out to or whatever, you can always hit No Simple Road Up in the DMs on Instagram. I will answer you personally. You have my word. And, uh, you know, you can also email us if you want, if you want to have an email exchange at, at no simple road at gmail.com. Um, but yeah, man, don't, don't go through it alone. It, it, you know, there's no need for that, especially if you're listening to this show. Um, you got us. So I hope that everybody comes out that can come out on December 7th to come party with us and celebrate and have a good time. And until then take care of each other and smile at a stranger. Love yourself. Safety third. Support your local musicians. Hydrate. Who's got our SOs? And we'll see you soon on December 7th. Let's get down. Oh, oh, get down. Love y'all. Peace. Peace. Hi, this is Henry Kay, host of the number one music history podcast, Rootsland. Come with me on a journey to Kingston, Jamaica, where we explore the world of reggae music and the untold stories of some of the genre's greatest legends. From the ghettos and tenement yards where the music was born to the island's iconic recording studios. We are so excited to team up with Osiris Media, the leading storyteller in music. Because as you'll hear, sometimes the story is the best song.